0: guys, welcome back to another episode of Is This Thing On? Um oh my god, y'all, it has been like 2 weeks, like well over 2 weeks. I don't know what's been up with me. Well, actually no, I do know what's been up with me and I'll give you guys an update. But I just want to say I'm sorry. Again, I'm the most inconsistent scatterbrain person ever. And I think I mentioned in in the previous episode, but I now have a stable job. So I get home, I work with children, I get home, I'm very, very mentally exhausted um, when I get home. And then I also I work out in the evenings and then I go for a walk. So like I I'm a creature of habit, if you will, and I have like a curated schedule for myself every single day. And so (sighs) <sighs> between working a nine to five and then going to the gym and working out with safety precautions, um, and then going on my evening walk that I do every single day. I try to get in like six miles every day. I know that's a lot it's excessive, but 10,000 steps never hurt anyone. I, I do well over that, but anyways, semantics, whatever, not, not the point of this <laughs> podcast episode, but thank you guys for being patient for, with me, there's stuff that I've been going through, you know, internally, and I think, like, I'm just gonna be real, I'm just gonna be real, I'm just gonna be real with y'all, little, little life update, um, because I think I've been giving those pretty recent, right, like, recently, right? (laughs) So last life update I gave is that I have a nine to five job now, like pretty stable job. I work Monday through Friday. Um, and I'm very, very grateful, um, because this is, this is something I prayed about for months and, and, um, you know, Obviously, I was out of a job for, like, a good six months, and then I applied for unemployment. I never got it because of my job situation. Um, So, yeah, still haven't received that unemployment money, but you know what? It's fine. It's okay. Um, Anyways, so I think the last time we spoke, we talked about a psychology topic, which was... um, Refresh my memory. It was attachment styles. And I was going to do a part two to that, but I think I'm going to hold off on it for a little bit just because I need to research it more. I need to be more thorough with it. I'm going to, if I'm going to be doing like psychology topics, you know, that's what I went to school for. And I want, I want them to be as thorough and as like researched. And of course, we're still going to keep it lighthearted because this is a very lighthearted podcast, but I'm passionate about mental health. I'm passionate about what I went to school for. And I would like to, you know, from time to time, talk about psychology because it is what I went to school for and it is something I'm passionate about and so um, I think it would be great because then you guys I can utilize you know my degree <laughs> and also like you know talk it down or talk it talk about it in a sense that's more user-friendly and less clinical base um, but if you guys do want the clinical terminology base I mean um, I'll include that in there but um, I'll like I guess, put it in layman's terms so you guys can understand it better. Anyways, so back to the life update. Um, so there's a scenario that kind of happened between me and this person. Thou shall not be named. And if you're my friend, you probably already know about the situation because I've already talked about it with you. Um, but basically, I ended up... So I have never, 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 never ever been one to really listen to my gut or my intuition, right? Um, I feel like we all kind of have gut slash intuition kind of thing. Um, but it's different for everybody, but for some reason for me, it came off as like a feeling or an assumption that I just couldn't shake off right for a while. And for a while, I tried to put it off, like maybe for like about three weeks, I tried putting this feeling off. And then finally it, it got to bite me in the butt. And I was like, you know what? I think I need to address what I'm going through, what I'm feeling. And, and then we'll, you know, you know, we'll address, we'll address the situation first. And then, you know, and then ask this person how they feel about it. And and then we can move on, carry on with our lives right? So that is what I tried to do. And so basically I gave into my gut, Listen to my gut, whatever you want to call it, my intuition, my gut, whatever it may be. Okay. Right. Listen to it. Um, I approached the situation. I approached this person about the situation and they basically confirmed what my gut was telling me. Um, so bottom line is sometimes kind of beneficial to listen to your gut. Um, but it's also very good to pray about it and to meditate on it and, and to really, really find out what the root of the problem is. That way you don't sit there for a whole night and overanalyze it because that just leads to you blaming yourself and thoughts of ruminating, of rumination. And, and we don't want it to get to that point because then it's very, very unhealthy. And we try to put all the blame on ourselves when it really wasn't your fault. It's it's something that this person is experiencing difficulty with, which is communication. And, and you're, you're not at fault for seeking out answers about what was going on with your dynamic with this person. So that's what I did. Um, was I sad about how the outcome turned out to be? Yeah, I was sad. You know, I cried for like a day. And then later on that week, I kind of like, compartmentalized it because I was completely focused on my job and my work and everything. And I throw myself into my work and stuff like that. And I'm a workaholic and I thrive on work. I thrive on under being under pressure. I I, I thrive on all that. So I made sure that that week I was just solely focusing on my job. And then towards the end of the week is when it got to me on Thursday, I had like a little breakdown during my nightly walk and um, my walks are really when I do a lot of like self-reflection and meditation and I kind of just, it's my quiet time. It's my listening to podcast time. It's my time to just really un relax and unwind. And, and after I have a walk or doing my walk, I have a lot of clarity about the things that I need to address in my life. And so it just kind of, the situation just kind of crept on me again like that week it was a Thursday and I felt really bad I had a little breakdown I cried about it you know I prayed about it and then I realized that um I I prayed that night and and I was just asking God God what what can I do about this situation like what can I do because I don't know what else to do with it and what God revealed to me while I was dreaming when I was asleep is that I need to love on this person no matter what. I need to love. The Bible says, "Love those who persecute you." Um, and so, even if that person is not showing love, is not showing light, is not being the kindest and most, uh, is not communicating how they actually feel about you, towards you, what is going on with them. You know, you still need to show mercy and show grace and, 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 and just be love and, and compassionate because maybe one day they can be having a bad day, even though this person is not maybe interacting with you as much and they kind of distance themselves from you. But if they see that you're, you know, you're being loving and you're showing mercy and you're being kind and, and, and maybe they, decide to confide in you. And then maybe they'll feel like, oh, well, this person isn't so bad after all, because look at how nice they're being to me when I was not being nice to them. And when I was not communicating well with them. And so I think the moral of the story here was that I prayed for clarity. I prayed for what to do in this situation. And God just revealed to me that no matter what, I need to love thy neighbor as I love thyself. And so If there's a nugget of wisdom, I would say if you're a Christian, you know, if you believe in God, the universe, whatever it may be, like just pray for clarity. Pray for that you can really, really dive into the root of the problem and what you need to do. Once you find out the root of the problem, find out how to deal with that situation in a healthy capacity. And if that's prayer, if that's meditation, if that's reflection, if that's journaling, whatever that may be, do it because. You can let go of that shame and that burden and that guilt that you are feeling and just move on. And And then once you do that, you feel a lot more pe- at peace and, and you don't feel so restless and you don't feel like you have to constantly sit there and replay the situation and, and, and figure out how you could have gone about it in a much better way like what happened happened you can't change the circumstance you can't change the outcome you just you have to learn how to approach the situation in a healthy way and 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 the way i'm choosing to do that is by being loving and kind to this person no matter what and and that goes towards everyone um i want to leave lead by love lead by light um because I'm a Christian and I'm taught to love thy neighbor as lo- as you love thyself. So, that's my little nugget. That's my little life update. That's my little situation that I was encountering. It still gets to me because this person and I kind of hang around in the same social circles. And we kind of have the same kind of friends and whatnot. But I am just... I am happy for them, no matter what is going on in their lives and I wish them nothing but the best and I wish them well and and that's all I'm really really called to do is to wish them well, to pray blessings on them and 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 really just um if they need if they ever need me, if they ever extend a hand out and they need me and I'll be there for them so anyways, it's my little 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 rant right there little life update little situation whatever you may want to call it anyways we are 11 minutes into this episode um but yeah how are y'all doing uh besides that i'm doing great i'm always mentally exhausted because i work at a school and children are very draining but i love kids i love education and yes it's a very rewarding job but it's a very exhausting one um What did I want to talk about today in today's podcast episode? I know two weeks and I'm like not thinking of a topic like usual. I'm running out. I guess I could talk about fall. Fall. It is now fall. It's been fall for like three weeks now. Um, Fall is my favorite season for a number of reasons. Um, The obvious one is the seasonal changes that come with fall. Like the fresh air the autumn foliage the autumnal colors like the shades the tones i love earthy tones i love the oranges and the browns and the reds and the yellows um i love how fall is this warm and cozy feeling like as the temperature goes down we gravitate more towards soups and sweaters and just comfy things i think we all love comfort food you know yearly but especially when it's fall it just hits different so and also fall and spring are probably like my favorite seasons and winter also i love every season except summer i do not like summer do not like it at all Never like summer. Never have been one for summer. I only like summer because when I was in school, you know, we would get those three months off. So that was nice. But other than that, never like summer. Um, More than half of my wardrobe, I would say like three-fourths of my wardrobe is like all fall, winter clothes. That I can never wear because of the region where I live and it just kind of goes to waste but I still wear it regardless even though it's like 100 degrees up I want to be fashionable but it's just it's not ideal um but yeah like the the two seasons that I've always loved is fall and spring and the reason being is that like in spring you know we have the flowers blooming we have greenery we have the birds spring is like a form of rebirth, if you will. I was a spring baby. I was born in the spring. My birthday's in March. It's towards the end of March, in case anyone cared. March 27th. Anyone's out there that has, like, the same birthday as me? Hey, birthday twin, what's up? Anyways, it's kind of like a form of rebirth, and then, you know, we get to fall, and it's also like a form of rebirth because, you know, the leaves are changing color, you know, they're changing brown and they go from green to brown and and they kind of change. It's, it's like another like rebirth, another resurgence, like, like we're stepping into another phase of life. Like the, the plants that were born in the spring are now maturing and now there's harvest being produced from those plants. And so, yeah, you get like pumpkins and and apples are are in the fall. What else is is like in the fall? I think it's mostly like pumpkins and apples that are in the fall time being produced. Um another thing I love about fall and this is probably the biggest one and probably the most dumb one, but oh my goodness, I live for the fall fashion. For the fall fashion it, it's everything. Fall fashion is just, it's so great. It's so great. And I get inspired by so many different eras. Um, I just love fall fashion. And ideally if I could move, if I could live anywhere, hoping, you know, I put this out into existence and maybe one day it'll happen, but I would love to move to the East coast. I've said this a billion times and either live in New York Rhode Island, Vermont, um, you know, New Jersey, anywhere really that has seasons like the fall foliage and the seasons, everything. I would love that. Maybe like the countryside of New York, like Montauk, New York, or like the outskirts of New York, close to Jersey, um, like the mountains areas. Um, Maybe, like, have a house there and, like, raise a family there. Oh, my gosh. Like, that would be amazing. Like, if I could just live there with, like, a dog, like, a herding dog or something like that. Like, a Border Collie or something like that. I don't know. I'm thinking of the all the fall fall movies that I've ever seen in my life. But that's what I think when I hear about fall. So, Okay, guys, sorry. I took a little pause because someone came into the room and I didn't want you guys to hear everything that was going on. And also, I say this repeatedly in multiple episodes, but I'm sorry for any background noise you're going to (sighs) hear. Yeah. Anyways, so as I was saying, I would love, love and adore in the future if it can happen. God, if this is your plan, if this is your will. If I could just live in like Rhode Island and, like, New York, upstate New York, like, in the mountains, in the woodsy area, or Jersey, any of those states, Vermont, Washington, any of them, that have all four seasons with the fall foliage and a nice Dutch colonial-style house. Oh, that would be chef's kiss, as they say. Anyways stuff to look forward to, stuff that I could put on my Pinterest board as inspiration. Anyways, but yeah, the fall fashion. Oh my gosh, I live for it. I love orange. I love red. I love brown. Um, Those are typically colors that throughout the years I never really liked. But now as I'm older, I'm learning to appreciate them, especially dressing according to season. I think it's so nice if you can, if you can't, it's okay. There's like just certain things in fall fashion that just never go out of style, like trench coats, a nice pair of pleather leather pants, a nice, nice writing boots, you know, some nice combat boots, a plaid skirt, Doc Martens, like If you're a beanie type of person, I feel like beanies never go out of style. Um, What? Sorry, guys. My dog came into the room while I was recording this episode. And then I had to close the door. So my mic disconnected from my computer so I had to take a little pause again. Sorry for all the pauses. Apologize. Um, so yeah, I have like a whole Pinterest board of just fall inspiration fashion. And my mind is always on fall fashion. Um, it's, it's just so, it's the creme de la creme. It's, it's so great. And I am not really a color person. So, I will gravitate a lot towards, like, neutral tones in general. But, like, especially in the fall, I do appreciate, like, a nice orange and a nice red and a nice, you know, mustard type of yellow. Not like a canary yellow because that's too bright. But, like, a nice mustardy yellow. My, okay, if we had to, like, just pick my fall color palette, this would probably be it. Okay, get ready like a nice olive hunter green or any shade of green, really like chartreuse, like a sea green, like a hunter green, like an olive green, um, like a jade green, a brown, a brown, a taupey brown, um, a nice burgundy, nice like maroon. I love maroon. Um, a red, I think red with brown or red with anything in the fall. Just, it goes so well. Um, what else? Yeah. Maybe like a deep shade of blue. Um, I don't like bright colors. I'm not a bright colors kind of person. I've never really liked neon colors. Unless you're doing like an 80s theme type of thing neon is just, I'm sorry, but it's just one of those trends that has to die. Um, I guess as I've grown up too, like my color palette has kind of become a little bit refined too. Like I wear a lot of black. I wear a lot of like blue, a lot of, a lot of like just neutral solid colors. I, I tend to gravitate towards like just solid, neutral, nice uniform colors. Anything like Pink or anything pastel, okay. I'm sorry, don't get me started, don't come at me for this. But I hate Easter colors any pastel colors. Ugh, I do not like it at all. I don't like pastels, I don't like neon. Um, I used to really hate yellow, but it's kind of grown on me. But it just depends what kind of yellow I know, like mustard yellow like a nice custardy yellow type of color is great. It's nice. I think it's one of those colors that can transition really well into the fall and the winter season. But if it's like a canary, like Tweety Bird yellow, that's too much. I used to really, really hate orange, and I thought orange was the ugliest thing. But actually, like a nice orange, like a nice mahogany orange, like a burnt blood red orange is really nice in the fall. Um all those colors just make me feel like so warm and cozy like I'm in like a, like I'm in a little like cabin in the woods. I don't know what it is. They just make me feel great. And also is am I the only one that does this but like as soon as the air gets a little bit crispy and the temperature drops a little bit I start listening to Adele all over again. I don't know why but I have associated Adele with cold weather with fall with rainy cold weather. So whenever it's rainy or cold or like a little bit fresh and cool and breezy, I just play Adele because it gets me in a like moody kind of headspace, but like a good type of moody, if you know what I mean, right? (laughs) Anyways, I I obviously have like a specific aesthetic. I don't know what everybody else's aesthetic is. If you want, send me your Pinterest aesthetic board whatever if you want to look at mine i will link it down below in the description of this podcast or the show notes or whatever it's on whatever i'll list it down below if you want to look at my pinterest board on fall fashion you can or just fashion in general i have it on pinterest anyways love fashion live for fashion um uh, yeah there's so many things to look forward to in fall i don't know it's it just I wish I had been born in the fall. Like, that would have been really cool. But, like, spring is also great. Like, I love spring. So, I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with fall where I live. Because we don't really start getting cold gushes of air until, like, January, February. And this past Friday... We got like a mini cold front that lasted for a day. And then the next day it was back in the 80s, back in the early 90s. That's Texas for you. It's so, so random and sporadic and dramatic. And we, you just never know what you're going to get in Texas. But yeah, if I could live anywhere a little bit north, that would be great so I can actually wear the clothes that I have in my closet because I feel like I can't wear a lot of it. So, I also really, really, really... I don't care for Thanksgiving. I think that we can be thankful any time of the year. I don't think we need a holiday to commemorate giving thanks. I really don't. And um, I don't like the cultural and historical significance of Thanksgiving. I think it is very damaging especially if you know the actual story of thanksgiving it's just it's not a it's not a fun one it's not a fun one that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to cause any controversy on here and i don't want anyone to be like oh my god she's really preaching about thanksgiving and how bad it is and how it sucks yeah i'm not gonna talk about it right okay um but i could care less for thanksgiving but i do love i do love the side dishes because that's really all I can eat for Thanksgiving. I can only really eat the side dishes. I have never cared for turkey, never thought it was good. If you didn't know this about me, I'm vegetarian. Been vegetarian for five years. Don't eat meat. Um, every now and then I'll have like shrimp or I'll have like fish but that's it I don't eat any meat I don't eat pork I don't eat chicken I don't eat anything so even when I wasn't vegetarian and I would try turkey at school or anything I just thought it was so dry and bland I never liked it I remember one year we ate ham for Thanksgiving or Christmas one of those two holidays and I ended up getting sick from it it was like a honey roasted ham did not care for it. it was it was gross did not like it but I do love the side dishes for Thanksgiving. So like the marshmallow yams kind of thing. I don't know what the actual dish is called. If someone knows what the actual dish is called, where there's like sweet potatoes or yams, whatever you want to call them, um, and like marshmallows in, the be- in between, like it's like sweet and there's like cinnamon and nutmeg on top. Like if anyone knows what that's called, like let me know because I think that dish is really good. I also love green bean casserole. I think it's amazing. Some nice vegetarian stuffing hits the spot. What else? Um, And pie, of course. Pumpkin pie. Anything with pumpkin this season, you know, I'm for it. I'm a basic white girl at this point. Like, I love pumpkin spice lattes. I love pumpkin spice. I love anything pumpkin scented. Anything with pumpkin, apple or cinnamon or nutmeg or anything of that sort. Anything that feels warm and nice. Like just give it all to me. Like love it. I it's, it's my thing. Anything that makes me feel like I'm in the woods and it smells like a cabin in the woods. Give it all to me. Love the smell of pine. I just love it. Um, it just brings good memories. Like, I don't know, there's certain scents that you just smell and you're like, this makes me feel so peaceful and so warm and so nice. And there's just, it's the little things. Um, what else? Um, The music, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, at least my music taste kind of changes in the fall a little bit. Um, I love the classic horror movies. Um, I haven't been watching many of them, but classic horror movies are great to watch in the fall, especially if you celebrate Halloween. Um, Even if you don't, I don't know, good classic horror movies, always great uh what else I feel like I don't know and that's also like the other thing that I look forward to about fall is that it's not that far away from Christmas and then you know you get Thanksgiving break and that's great that's fine that's like a few days but then you get Christmas break and that's almost like a whole entire month and that's nice too so yeah like and then it's the end of the year, and then it's New Year's. And I think at this point, all of us just kind of want the year to be over because it has been a doozy, has been a fever dream, and I'm right there with you guys, right there with you. Um, But fall is also great, brings about change. It helps us, I feel like fall is where we grow, we mature, we learn about things and we kind of we're kind of like leaves like we are born we're reborn and like we're sprouting in the spring and in the fall we're shedding away all our all our weeds and i feel like people are like that too like you know we all have layers to each other to our we all have layers to ourselves and you know we are like plants and you know we need to we need to be we need to take care of ourselves we need to treat ourselves with kindness and and water ourselves and all that stuff and then like we get to a certain point where you know we outgrow people and in a way it's like plants whenever there's weeds around you know and the gardener's there and what does the gardener do the gardener is like tending to the weeds and all that. And so that gets pulled out. So we're being pruned. I like to think that God is like a gardener and like there's seasons in our life where we're going through constant like rebirth and regrowth and we're like blossoming and we're, you know, we're just full of so much love and light. And then we get to a point where we become comfortable and mature and we're relying on God, but God is also working in us and he's doing the grout work. He's doing the hard work. He's sowing those seeds. He's planting those seeds. Those little seeds grow and and they go through all their stages of vegetation. And then finally, you know, when it's time for harvest time, like the weeds and all the ugly parts of us kind of get pulled out. And I feel like that's what God's been doing to to me a lot in this 2020. There's been a lot of growth, a lot of, like, a lot of moments of, of God pulling out my weeds, and he's still pulling out my weeds. I mean, he's pruning the heck out of me, and thank God for that, really, because, um, and same thing with people. I think it is okay, guys, to grow and evolve And leave certain people in your life behind it. I think it's okay that we outgrow people and that we no longer cling to those people. Because maybe they were not serving us. They were not good for us. They were toxic for us. And they were just not bringing us growth. And if something is not helping you grow and evolve and mature, then... It's okay to move past it. It's okay to leave it behind. It's okay to, you know, God is going to tend to each of our gardens. And if God thinks that maybe leaving that person behind in your life and closing that chapter is what's best for you, let God do that. Don't try to, like, plant your own seeds. Let him plant those seeds for you. And if there's better harvest that's being Grown In your garden Let those Better seeds of hope Of love, peace, of joy, happiness Grow, let them grow You know Um, I think it's okay That we all grow people Everything has a time, a reason, a season Um, I think that's the quote Time, reason, and season, right And there's a time And there's a reason And there's a season for everything And yes, this year has been full of trials tribulations and times where we just want to give up and just not do anything and or we think everything is bleak and hopeless but nothing's hopeless in Jesus Christ when we set our sights and we set our hope on something that is far greater than anything else in this world far greater than a pandemic than our daily troubles than our monetary problems and our financial problems are personal, interpersonal struggles. We have that hope and that mercy to look forward to every single day. So it's okay if there's people that you have to just leave them behind. If there's a chapter of your life you just have to close. Doesn't mean you can't at one point revisit that chapter. I think you can, but once you've healed from those past wounds and you have made peace with them and you've prayed over it and you thought that, you know what, I think it's okay to revisit that, then I think it's okay. But if you're still healing from it, you still haven't grown from it, if you're still struggling with a certain thing and it's kind of keeping you in the same exact state, then let it go. It's not serving you. It's not bringing God any glory. It's not edifying to you. It's not edifying to God. So what's the point? We are meant to be growing and growing and growing and growing every single day. So it's okay. Um, I guess that's what I wanted to say for this entire podcast episode. It's okay to grow. It's okay to change. Um, Change is very, very scary and change is unexpected, but it's, it's great. Um, and sometimes we have to risk it in order to reap the rewards. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, as always, I have a podcast number. If you want to call it, if you want to leave me any podcast topic suggestions, whatever it may be, you want advice, whatever it is, um, the number for the podcast is 956 278 956 One more time. 956 2780720. Um, as always, I will leave it below. Um, you can call it. There's also a link that you can click on, and you can leave a little voice recording on the podcast website if you prefer to do that. Um follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter. Um, uh, I think that's it. Anyways, I'm sorry for the two week hiatus, I missed you all. Um, I'm going to try to schedule recording these podcast episodes better so that we can get more episodes up and running. I promise I'm not going to give up on this thing. I'm just going to work harder and figure out what it is you guys want to hear. Anyways, hope y'all are having a beautiful, wonderful morning, day or night, whatever time of the day you're listening to this. And I hope you go forth, prosper, and God bless. Bye.